Welcome to episode 25 of AI.Cooking, a podcast about artificial intelligence. Hello, meatbags. Welcome to AI.Cooking, episode 25, a podcast about artificial intelligence. I am Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from the Kingdom of Kent, who brings you news about artificial intelligence from the second half of February 2022 and AI Knowledge Corner. Very little personal news about me. In the last couple of weeks, had a party, that was fun, spun some records, did a vinyl night, which was great, although my vinyl's in terrible state. Trying to get my second PC up and running, which is not going too well, just nothing happening on the screen and stuff, and would love to have a website built, but don't know how. Really simple one, something like a pub version of the Drudge Report would be nice. Well, in this episode, the top story is... Robot dogs are going to be patrolling the US forward slash Mexico border. The Department of Homeland Security recently released them and they're testing the new technology. These robot dogs running around not gonna be pooping anymore, but maybe we humans gonna go around picking up batteries. No, really. Just kidding about pooping and batteries. <laughs> As <laughs> a, a joke. News stories that involve dogs are the best. So, we have started with such a news item. Secondly, Meta announces plans to build an AI-powered universal speech translator. Like in Star Trek. Meta, the owner of Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp, has announced an ambitious new AI research project to create translation software that works for everyone in the world. The project was announced as part of an event focusing on the broad range of benefits Meta believes AI can offer the company's Metaverse plans. The ability to communicate with anyone in any language, that's a superpower people have dreamt of forever, and AI is going to deliver that within our lifetimes, said Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg Ugh. in an online presentation. Thirdly, facial recognition company Clearview AI seeks first big deals, discloses research chief. Clearview AI, whose search engine for faces has become an unrivaled police tool, this year is aiming to win its first big US government contracts and expand its team by a third, even as the startup fights challenges in the courts and Congress. Its chief executive told Reuters, In an exclusive interview, CEO Juan Ton That said that he will focus on closing deals with federal agencies. Many of the 3,100 customers the five-year-old New York company touts are on trial basis, he said. Slipping on into number four for this fortnight, UC Berkeley robot navigation could chart a new course for self-driving systems. 
UC Berkeley Robot Navigation could chart a new course for self-driving systems. Robots and self-driving cars have one very large challenge in common. How to navigate the world. Typically, that task is approached by artificial intelligence as a problem of how to map the surroundings. To construct a precise overview of the geometry of a scene before a robot or a car moves across that terrain. There may be a simpler way. In a paper posted on Wednesday by scholars at the University of California at Berkeley, a wheeled robot is able to travel kilometers over suburban terrain. Ooh, just leaving it there. I guess it has solar panels and stuff. I don't know. How does it power itself? That's the, that's the issue that I always think. Fifthly, using artificial intelligence to find anomalies hiding in massive data sets. Identifying a malfunction in the nation's power grid can be like trying to find a needle in an enormous haystack. Hundreds of thousands of interrelated sensors spread across the US capture data on electric current, voltage, and other critical information in real time, often taking multiple recordings per second. Researchers at the MIT-IBM Watson AI lab have devised a computationally efficient method that can automatically pinpoint anomalies in those data streams in real time. They demonstrate that their artificial intelligence method, which learns to model the interconnectedness of the power grid, is much better at detecting these glitches than some other popular techniques. <laughs> oh, glitches, right? Oh, zip zap boom, glitch gone. And just over halfway through AI.cooking episode 25, researchers at DeepMind and École Polytechnique Federale de Lausanne, or EPFL, developed a reinforcement learning algorithm to manipulate hydrogen plasma, an extremely high energy form of matter into an optimal shape for energy production. Ooh. A growing number of scientists are enlisting machine learning to manage the hundreds of factors involved in sustaining a fusion reaction. Plasma in a tokamak, which is several times hotter than the sun and reverts to vapor if its electromagnetic container falters, is continually in flux. This work not only shows that deep learning can shape it in real time, it also opens the door to forming plasmas in ways that might yield more energy. The next challenge, scale up to a reactor large enough to produce meaningful quantities of energy. Fusion energy, if ever it works, would be a game-changer for civilization. It's thrilling to see deep learning potentially playing a key role in this technology's emerging development. And plonking in at number seven, robocalls slip through smartphone spam filters. But a new generation of learning tools promises to tighten the net. Research proposed fresh approaches to thwarting robocalls. Such innovations could be deployed in apps, IEEE Spectrum reported. Robocall technologies are improving. For example, a human can generally 
tell the difference between a pre-recorded message and a human sales representative pitching a promotion. However, some robocalls are now using natural language processing and personalized audio messages to simulate an actual human phone call. AI-backed text-to-speech technology applied to sales solicitation enables the robocall to simulate a back-and-forth conversation and make real-time adjustments to follow-up questions based on keywords, context, etc., making human-robot differentiation more difficult. Robocall Guard, devised by researchers at Georgia Institute of Technology and University of Georgia, answers the phone and determines whether a call is malicious based on what the caller says. TouchPal, proposed by a team at Shanghai Jiao Tong University, UC Berkeley and TouchPal Inc., analyzes the cool histories of users en masse to identify nuisance calls. What's more of a nuisance being nuisancely listened to non-stop by things like this and having it potentially used against your will or having a nuisance call to entertain you for a few seconds, minutes, however long you, you've got with them. Those robot things, they just don't know what to do, do they? I mean, I, I, whenever I get, I mean, I get all these, I get loads of calls like this all the time. It's really annoying, but, um, uh, well, I normally make them hang up on me just, just by being positive, really, just by being painfully optimistic. And our eighth news item is Volkswagen in talks to buy Huawei's autonomous driving unit report. The autonomous driving space might be seeing the marriage of two titans. Volkswagen is in talks with Huawei to acquire the latter's nascent autonomous driving unit for billions of euros. Germany's manager Magazine reported on Thursday. Huawei said it has no immediate comment when contacted by TechCrunch. VW China said it has no comment. Well, there you go. No comment all round. And for the ninth time, in other news, Onalytica.com has released a report, Who's Who in Data Science and Machine Learning? Data science and machine learning platforms provide a variety of basic building blocks that aid in creating different types of data science solutions. It is important for businesses to incorporate these solutions into their processes, products and infrastructure because data science and machine learning platforms save time and provide structure that allows companies to learn as they go. This Who's Who report focuses on bringing attention to a sample of voices raising awareness and driving solutions within the data science and machine learning conversation from individuals to organizations who are working, speaking, creating content and writing in this space. What's covered in the report? In that data science and machine learning report, they have a look at a range of influences and personas, answering questions like, which brand employees are driving most impact online on the topic of data science and machine learning? Who are the key social amplifiers on the topic of data science and machine learning? Who are the key event speakers speaking at data science and machine learning events? 
etc., etc. And rounding up our news articles for this fortnight, war. War is stupid, and people are stupid. So war has arrived to Europe. Russia has invaded Ukraine. And let's quote Andrew Ng, one of the leaders of Artificial Intelligence Area, writing about this war. Quote from Andrew Ng. Russian troops have invaded Ukraine. And the terrifying prospect of war in Europe weighs on my mind. My heart goes out to all the civilians affected, and I hope we won't see the loss of life, liberty, or property that many people fear. I've often thought about the role of AI in military applications, but I haven't spoken much about it because I don't want to contribute to the proliferation of AI arms. Many people in AI believe that we shouldn't have anything to do with military use cases, and I sympathize with that idea. War is horrific, and perhaps the AI community should just avoid it. Nevertheless, I believe it's time to wrestle with hard, ugly questions about the role of AI in warfare. Recognizing that sometimes there are no good options. Full disclosure, my work on deep learning was funded by the US Defense Research Projects Agency, or DARPA. Last week, Wired mentioned my early work on drone helicopters, also funded by DARPA. During the US-Iraq war, when IEDs, or roadside bombs were killing civilians and soldiers, I spent time thinking about how computer vision can help robots that dispose of IEDs. What may not be so apparent is that forces that oppose democracy and civil liberties also have access to AI technology. Russian drones have been found to contain parts made in the US and Europe. I wouldn't be surprised if they also contain open-sourced software that our community has contributed to. Despite efforts to control exports of advanced chips and other parts that could go into AI systems, the prospects are dim for keeping such technology out of the hands of people who would use it to cause harm. So, I see little choice but to make the forces of democracy and civil liberties have the tools they need to protect themselves. Several organizations have come to the same conclusion, and they've responded by proposing principles designed to tread a fine line between developing AI's capacity to confer advantage on the battlefield and blunting its potential to cause catastrophe. For example, the United Nations has issued guidance that all decisions to take human life must involve human judgment. Similarly, the US Department of Defense requires that its AI systems be responsible, equitable, traceable, reliable, and governable. 
I support these principles. Still, I'm concerned that such guidelines, while necessary, aren't sufficient to prevent military abuses. User interfaces can be designed to lead people to accept an automated decision. Consider the pervasive, will you accept all cookies from this website? Pop-ups that make it difficult to do anything else. An automated system may comply technically with the UN guidance, but if it provides little context and time for its human operator to authorize a kill mission, that person is likely to do so without the necessary oversight or judgment. While it's important to establish high-level principles, they must be implemented in a way that ensures people to make freightful decisions. Perhaps the most difficult decision anyone can make, in a responsible way. I think of the protocols that govern the use of nuclear weapons, which so far have helped to avoid accidental nuclear war. The systems involved must be subject to review, auditing and civilian oversight. A plan to use automated weapons could trigger protocols to ensure that the situation, legality and schedule met strict criteria and that the people who are authorized to order such use are clearly identified and held accountable for their decisions. War is tragic. Collectively, we've invented wondrous technologies that have unsettling implications for warfare. Even if the subject presents only a menu of unpalatable options, let's play an active role in navigating the tough choices needed to foster democracy and civil liberties. Keep learning, Andrew. Mm. Finally, the Knowledge Corner! Using AI for transcript and subtitles generation. What is AI in transcription? Automated transcription usually relies on automated speech recognition or ASR machines which are based on artificial intelligence. These machines can be utilized in both live and recorded or post-production settings. AI can be used to transcribe live or recorded audio or videos into text. Note, YouTube is owned by Google. YouTubers, people who upload YouTube videos, can get automatic subtitles slash transcripts generation by Google's AI. However, this AI is censoring, so instead of words like fuck, shit, pussy, Google is showing which is open square bracket, underline, close square bracket. Regarding transcripts for podcasts, there are companies that offer it either as part of hosting of mp3 files or separately. Example, otter.ai uses artificial intelligence to empower users with real-time transcription meeting notes that are shareable, searchable, accessible and secure. More infos about technology used for transcripts. 
ASR is a subfield of artificial intelligence, in which a computer recognizes spoken words and transforms them into text. The process is also commonly referred to as speech-to-text. The process can be applied to live speech or audio forward slash video recordings. What is ASR? Automatic speech recognition refers to technologies built to process human speech and turn it into text. The first take at speech recognition dates back to 1952, when Three Bell Labs researchers built a system called Audrey for single-speaker digit recognition. Advanced versions of ASR technologies now incorporate what is known as Natural Language Processing, or NLP. These capture real conversations between people and use machine learning intelligence to process them. The accuracy provided by ASR is dependent on many factors, including speaker volume, background noise, the recording equipment used, and more. How does ASR work? Essentially, the process works as follows. 1. An individual or a group speaks, and an ASR software detects this speech. 2. The device then creates a WAV file of the words it hears. 3. The WAV file is cleaned to delete background noise and normalize the volume. 4. This filtered waveform is then broken down and analysed in sequences. 5. The automatic speech recognition software analyses these sequences and employs statistical probability to determine the whole words and then complete sentences. 6. Some technology providers check the ASR's work with professional human transcribers who correct any errors to achieve greater accuracy. Well, you know, it lightens the load then, doesn't it? Us pesky meatbags have got to stick around. And that's it for this episode. Stay safe and stay dangerous. Meatbag. Ah, The singularity is near!